spooky spookies. Welcome back to another episode of Disney Moms Gone Wrong. How are we feeling, ladies? Who am I here with? You're here with Susie, and I'm caffeinated. I had a protein shake for dinner, and I threw some cold brew in that, and now I am <laughs> wide awake. <laughs> so instead of water, did you just use straight cold brew, or what? You know, there's water in cold brew, Sarah. So, like, mm, it's amen. like, a, it's like a BOGO kind of a situation at Payless. <laughs> oh, she was like <laughs> expecting that to come out of your mouth i love that i'm so happy about this <laughs> i'm i'm caffeinated i'm ready to go well you are more prepared than me you guys it's diana here um i am caffeinated but i'm like back to the point where like caffeine doesn't work like i need uh-huh. something stronger than the caffeine not as strong as the cocaine like somewhere in the mm. middle Happy media. Cocaine. Yeah. Just go. Just go. Just go. <laughs> I just, I'm so tired. And like, I tried a rock star yesterday and I didn't feel like it helped wake me up. But then like three hours later, I really needed a nap and I crashed hard. And I was like, okay, that's not going to work for me. And so I just am sticking with my Diet Coke and it's just not doing me justice today. I mean, Diet Coke is a slippery slope. I... Let me tell you, let me tell you, honestly, I went to Costco and I'm like, oh, Jonathan, let's just get like that ginormous pack of Diet Coke. Um, We're like halfway done with it. We just bought it like two days ago. And I'm like, no, what happened? I blacked out. (laughs) It's terrible. I literally Diet Coke is my weakness. I can't not have it. I can't not have it. I'm addicted. I'm like an alcoholic, but it's not alcohol. It's Diet Coke. Mm. Like, that's that's who I am. I'm going to be honest, friends. I don't do the Diet Coke. Mm. Like, I, I don't. I like mm-mm. regular Pepsi and Diet Coke. And I could drink those nonstop. Like, they have water in them, so I don't have to worry about incorporating water into my diet because it's in the ingredients. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure it's like the first ingredient too, right? <laughs> I don't know. Let's let me see. It's probably like fifteen down, but it's fine. Carbonated water. Oh, number one. See, that works. That so, works. Basically, I do like the A and W zeros because that's the only like diet one I can drink that doesn't taste like diet. I'm not so a root like, beer fan. Oh wow, that's no, a hot I never take. Ha- I never have been ever. What about mm. like a root beer float? No. Coke float. Mm, wow. Coke floats are bomb. Yep. Yeah. I feel shook. I'm sorry. I don't know how to I don't know how to recover from this. Here, well, I'll like, help you. I'll help you recover. Um, Buster has been listening to our podcast and he learned ooh. how to do it from his iPhone. And he was like, You guys always say save Sarah. And then I like explained it to him. And then later on he was like, Mom, did you see? And I'm like, no. And I looked and Buster reviewed us with the hashtag Save Sarah. Oh, that does recover. Actually, actually tying into this podcast. So we are reviewing Hocus Pocus 2. And before we get into that, we had a beautiful, phenomenal, crazy, chaotic Hocus Pocus 2 watch party at Miss Beautiful Diana's house. Yes, we did. And as we're sitting there, 
So there's like a plethora of children, like literally, I think we had like over a football team of children at Diana's house. So she's a saint for even hosting that. But at one point, the kids were all sitting on the stairs and I heard Chesney say something. And I don't know which child it was, a child responded back like, who's Sarah or whatever? And Chesney's like, you don't know who Sarah is? She's on the Disney Moms Gone Wrong podcast. She's funny. And I was like, <gasps> my heart like fluttered, like, <laughs> like in that moment, Chesney, <laughs> I became her number one fan. Let me tell you that she freaking loves you so much. It's so cute because she's like, Sarah's like the loudest and she's really funny. And like, you're funny too, mom. And like, you're loud, but like Susie's like funny, but she's like the quiet one. And I'm like, <laughs> she'd be getting loud too sometimes. Okay, Chesney. And I'm your mom. Oh, wow. The first time, the first time she told me that you were her favorite, she was like, Mom, do you know who my favorite is on the podcast? And I was ready. I was like, Yeah, who's your favorite, Chesney? She was like, Sarah. And I was like, <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Like, I got you a job on this podcast. <laughs> I got you your spot. How are you I about just, to do me like this? I foresee great things for her. Like, I do too. She's that is leadership be, qualities right she's, there. She's she's gonna be a leader and she's gonna be like a very um motivational speaker. And I think she'll motivate women, but I think in general, like listen, everywhere we go, she's like just stopping and telling people, like, I love your makeup. I love your hair. Like people she doesn't know, and they're just like, Oh my god, she just made my day. And she made me feel hella old the other day because we were at Quick Quack. <laughs> And she's always like, can I roll my window down? Like in drive through she'll roll the window down and then like tell the people at the door like, hi, have a good day. Like, you know, thank you for my food. Like, she's yeah. just so sweet. So we're at Quick Quack. He's checking my car in because I have a subscription. She rolls down her window and she's like, you have a one of a kind name. Like your name is so unique to this guy. And I'm thinking like, that's so sweet. And then I look at his name tag <laughs> and I... Instantly felt old because his name was Usher. And so all I could do was U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. And I'm like, that is not unique. That is Usher. Like, I mean, it is unique, but like, you know what I mean? Like, like she, in that moment, I realized she didn't know who Usher was. And I was like, oh, oh wow. I'm, and that employee, that employee was probably born in like 2002. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know that he knew who Usher was either, really, because he was like, thank you so much. And I was yeah. like, but his parents like, oh knew where Usher's because they probably got down. That's how they made Usher him. Jam. Mm-hmm. That's how they made him. She liked it. Yes, My it way. is. Mm-hmm. I do any and everything you, you want, want to. to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's just so great. And so, but when she did that, I like instantly I felt aged. Like, oh, she doesn't know who Usher is. Like, wow, wow. <laughs> we need that. It's that's hashtag Chesney energy. Oh, yeah, that's what the world needs more of. I love that hashtag. 100%. I always say that. Chesney energy. I always say the world needs more Chesneys, but Chesney energy is going to be my new thing. I love that. I'm going to get like a giant CE tattooed on me right here. I have Chesney somewhere. Oh, Chesney. I'm behind the curve. Hello. Hello. Anyways, let's let's get into it. Into this. Let's break it down. So we watched and we are reviewing Hocus Pocus 2. 
Yeah. All right, ladies. What do we think? Let's break it down. Okay, so I absolutely love this movie. Um, I know you girls might have something different to say, but I believe that this movie passed the torch of, like, the Covenant sisters so beautifully. And it wasn't until I watched it, like, two and a half times that I truly realized it. Because, like, they're... One of the things that I learned is that not all three of the sisters are witches. Only one of them is. The other two are not witches. And the mm-hmm. new witches that we have, again, only one of them is a witch. The other two are not. They're just part of the covenant. So, like, the magic is shared with them. So, without it, they're nothing, really. <laughs> they're not witches. Um, I love how they gave the, what is it, the book of the devil or something? Like, the skin-looking book. They gave that book its own, like, character and, like, personality, really. Um, and honestly, I I liked how they directed the movie and the sense of, like, how they modernized it. There was cues where they kind of broke, um, like, I don't want to say character, but there's, like, moments where, like, the girls were in the woods and they first meet the the Sanderson sisters and they're like, oh, we're not teens. We're, we're 40 actually. And then there was like a moment of like break in the movie and the girls and the Sanderson sisters started like acting like, oh really? Wow. Like, what do you do? You know? So it was kind of like, it, it, it gave it like a refreshing moment within the movie. Again, though, it took me two and a half times (laughs) to realize this. (laughs) (laughs) Though there were moments that I didn't like it. There's, scenes that I was just like that could have been done differently I did not care for the music though like just not a fan of the music for this movie Mm-mm. um go Diana go hot take it was not my favorite movie now I I did not dislike it I do agree with you that they did do like well of the of the switching of like the torch and then they can continue hocus pocus 1700 if they want because now they have three new witches who are in their teens. So they have, you know, 650 more years to live. Um, so I think they did that. They so did time. do that well. They did do that well. I agree. Here's what I can associate it with. Is that I feel like they took a movie that was serious with comical entities and they made it a comedy. Ooh, I felt like this movie yes. was much more funny than it was serious. There was no spots where you're like, ooh, what's going to happen next? You could always tell what was going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they remade Hocus Pocus 2 the same way they remade Fuller House. It's aged at our our generation because it was yeah. our movie. Um, but it's almost too aimed to where they're just directly like doing things. Almost you feel like it's to you. And you're like, no, you're being corny now. Like, I want to see the Sanderson sisters in business. I would have much preferred it if the storyline was an actual movie that followed. Danny mm-hmm. or involved a little bit more other than just like the bits and pieces they throw in to connect the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was a little more that way. I understood what they did with the storyline. I just, it just wasn't my, it, I've, I watched Fuller House one time because Full House was my favorite show growing up. I'll never yeah. binge it again. It wasn't, I'll binge watch Full House with my kids, but I won't binge Fuller House again. And for me, that's Hocus Pocus 2. I'll watch it again, but it's not going to be on my, like, October 1st list. Hocus Pocus will always be on my on my October 1st list. 
I agree. Yeah, I, I agree with um I I like the movie and I think it was beautifully done, like I said, but I don't think it would be on my list of spooky movies to watch every year. It's a very, you know. I'm gonna elite say <laughs> list. This movie was absolute trash. It needs to go into the trash. It needs mm No. First of all, there's like 87 underdeveloped plot lines here. Like they couldn't pick what they wanted to do because we have lost originality here. Like even if like they didn't want to continue off the first, right? Like we're trying to rebrand it, re-aim it at a new generation. There still like was not a clear like one solid plot line. We want to take it back to the when they were like when they became witches, all cool and dandy, but didn't they didn't like, like fully develop that. Like that's why I didn't honestly, like it. you could have done without that. And it would have made more sense to have that in the first movie when you meet the witches, so you understand their mm-hmm. agenda. So now in a second movie, we're trying to explain their agenda, but we thought we knew their agenda from the first movie. That was fantastic. So don't yes. change their agenda. And I'm so tired. I am tired. I'm going to sound like a boomer or something here. Um, Okay, boomer. These modern age Disney movies trying to water down our villains. I (sighs) like Winifred Sanderson. She is a baddie amongst a baddie. But then you turned. Then you turned, Disney. I'm going to get on a soapbox here. And you watered her down. Like, she loved her sisters, yes. And, like... Obviously, she was the king hen of her sisters, whatever. I don't even think king hen. I don't know. that That's a foreign term, apparently. Sounds good to but, me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on there. But in the first one, like, she made fun of Thackeray for, like, giving himself up for his sister. And she was like, what a weak-ass bitch. Like, he gave himself right. up for his sister. Then... Fast forward, and she goes and does the same thing. No, 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 no. My baddie Winnie from the first one, she would have said, I'm sorry, sisters, kick rocks. I'm going to look like I'm 22 and suck some more kid souls. Hell so, yeah, she would have. I want my villains to remain a villain. I think, though, this is my theory, right? Like, in the first movie, and even in the second movie, you could see how Winifred really depended on her sisters for multiple things, right? So like Sarah, the witch Sarah, her role, her job amongst the covenant was to call for the children, right? Winifred never called for the children. How was she supposed to eat supper if Sarah didn't call for her kids to, so that she can devour, <laughs> right? And stay young and, and, you know? And then you have um, Mary that was the one that would always comfort her and always say, well, let's do a calming circle. Like you're, you're getting too worked up. So she literally had to depend on her sisters to be a witch. I think it was a different relationship in the first Did she in the have first to movie. depend on them? Or was she a good leader and she delegated responsibilities? I think she depended on them because even in the first, like in the, and Hocus Pocus 2 at the beginning, where Winifred's like rushing through her little town, the little 16-year-old <laughs> Winifred, right? She's like, she's all mad. And she gets her house and her sisters are trying to throw her a little birthday party or something like that. And she, her sisters can read her vibes and they're like, oh, she's upset. Like, we have to do something to make her happy. I, I don't 
Oh, I lost my train of thought there. I think. <laughs> Tell me you're a mom without telling me you're a mom. Oh, no. Not mid-podcast. Not mid-podcast. Okay. Um, I really think, though, that she needed her sisters to calm her down in that moment. She really needed her sisters to keep her spirits up. That's why when the reverend or the priest or whatever of that town, like, banned her but decided to keep the two sisters she like lost her shit. She was like, no, not my sister. You know, and that's when like the whole spider thing, which is like another weird thing. I, I, the <laughs> spiders were like a devil thing. I, I, I don't know. I don't like spiders to begin with. But anyways, um, <laughs> how they ran into the woods afterwards. I really think that was a key moment on explaining to watcher to the you know viewers or whatever, uh, how it tra- how the powers transferred over to them or to Winifred really um because even like that all powerful witch I don't know what her character's name was like told her like you can use whatever spell you want in this book but you can't like don't use was it witchica whatever something the the one that gives you like <laughs> gives you all the power because you know I said so that's what she said in the movie and you could tell that that made her emotional that made it made that witch emotional to say like just don't do it. And she knew why, because she probably went through the same thing. So I just don't think Winifred was strong enough, regardless of what Hocus Pocus movie she was in, to to do that. <laughs> I don't know. I think I agree with Sarah. I think they humanize her too much, and it takes away from like the dark, fun part of a Halloween spooky movie. I, like I said, I just feel like they made Hocus Pocus 2 a lot funner. Even when like the boy's running from her in the beginning, even that whole scene was absolutely corny to me. Like, like it just... I I don't know. I I like, like I said, I like, it's a Hocus Pocus 2. It's the original Sandersons that came back, the Sandersons that came back. I'm really happy that the Sandersons came back, that it was the same actors and they did not, like, try to put some new young guns in there. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like they took away the spookiness of Hocus Pocus, making mm-hmm. it more lighthearted. And they've talked about all three of the Sanderson sisters have made comments about, like, when asked about a third and having like a trilogy or a franchise, um, all three of them have said like, never say never. And Sarah Jessica Parker was like, well, I would do it if the other girls would do it. And I feel like I love y'all, but maybe let's stop at two. Let's yeah. just not. Maybe let's stop let's at not one. Push for a th- yeah. We should have never guys, <laughs> but I will say like, I will say the casting of the baby Sanderson's was so spot on. Oh, I like, agree. Whoever played baby Winnie, like nailed it. Nailed even, it. even the other two sisters, they did mm-hmm. so good at really displaying those mannerisms and like totally mirroring the older Sanderson sisters. So I will like completely give it up to them there. But again, it's like, you know, the girl, I, I just think, like, the underdeveloped plot, like, that's that's all Hocus Pocus 2 to me was, was multiple underdeveloped plots. Like, I don't even know her name. I deleted it out of my mind. But the, <laughs> the new 16-year-old getting powers and... Becca? Damn, what was her Be- name? Natalie? Becky Beck. Beck. Becky? Yeah. But, like... Becky with the good hair? Yeah, Becky, but, like... Becca. <laughs> Becca. Where, where, her, where her powers come from. Like, we, she just gonna go 
whippity whoppity boom like they came out of nowhere that's what happened to winifred yeah but you expect that because it's 16th (laughs) century she's in salem like i didn't need i didn't need that plot anywhere there the one person that i did not like like at all in this movie was gilbert which one is he that's not who i thought you were gonna say he was the shop owner the one that gave them the candle to make them light it yes do you I guys remember? Like, so I did it. I think I didn't like his acting. Or maybe oh. I didn't like the way he's like, I understood his storyline, but they made it too goofy for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was another reason why I didn't like him. But I, I, I feel like they used Disney used him as like the bridge to connect Hocus Pocus 1 and Hocus Pocus 2 because mm-hmm. reality is Hocus Pocus 1 the the Sanderson sisters they poof they they weren't supposed they to come did. back there was no more candle to be lit right because the sun came up it was- sun peep, 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 yeah right <laughs> <laughs> this is Do that again one more time your protein shakes with cold brew kids that <laughs> um, <Bad> news <laughs> Supposedly, Gilbert was in Hocus Pocus 1. I'm like, the fuck you were? Like, I don't remember seeing you. Me neither. Can we, while we're talking about him, can we talk about how Disney always throws in like a little bit of inappropriate for us? And when he, when the girls are like, why couldn't you light the candle? And he's like, well, uh, yeah, like I'll but let you like, decide. And that did make me laugh a little but bit. Like, yeah, in my head, I was, but it was also kind of like, awkward Gilbert. also. Gilbert, I think you are a virgin. Like, look at you. You run a magic shop, kid. It was also awkward because, like, he's clearly an adult and these are clearly teenagers. Like, so then when you put yourself in the position, like, if my kid was at the store and was like, why couldn't you do this? And they were like, well, you know, a little bit of experience. I would be like, who are you talking to? My kid's like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, although I, like, appreciated, like, the little innuendo for, like, you know, the adults to understand the comment. But when you put it in the aspect of, like, He's talk. He's a male adult talking to teenage girls. I was like, mm. this is a, he was oh, Ma- he was on Megan's Law right there, just you, with that law. I need I line. need your address so that I can yeah. report it to Megan's Law because you're working with children yeah. and you shouldn't be. Red dot on yeah. his house, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting a sign in his front yard. So I didn't like him because like he was. He told the girls, like, you know, I made you this black candle, you know, nothing has to look perfect kind of thing. And then he talked, he kind of confessed later in the movie after they lit the candle on why he made that candle. And he purposely made a black candle to bring back the Sanderson sisters because they were misunderstood. That was the reasoning to making a black candle. And I'm like, that is weak as fuck. Underdeveloped plot line. 100%. So stupid. So stupid. You know, that whole scene of him, like, trying to get them to get, it's your birthday. That whole scene was just fucking creepy to me. Yeah, he was giving creep-ass vibes. Like, Chomo. Like, they could have done that plot so much better and more appropriate and, like, Maybe he looks more like Halloweenish, and then it's done in a spooky something or other. But like that whole scene to me was like very. I would not be comfortable with my teenage daughter hanging out in the shop with some guy who was like, "It's your birthday. Take this candle. It's on the house. I made it for you. Do you see anything else you like? 
get the yeah. fuck out of here, you creepy mm-hmm. ass MF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Okay, I want to kind of pivot a little bit, though, because I'm so passionate, apparently, about this movie, and I'm really caffeinated. Yeah, I so. love it. I no, <laughs> love from caffeinated here on Susie. Out, from here on out, you have to have a cold brew protein shake before every every recording. I, I'm, I'm rocking and rolling. That, okay, the one actor that I absolutely loved in this, I mean, besides the Stan Ashton sisters, right? Because they're a classic. You can't touch that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or how do they call themselves the originals in the movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, the mayor of this movie, Tony Hale. I Have love you guys, him. I lost my shit when I saw him at your house at the premiere. I was like, oh my gosh, you're from Veep. <laughs> I love Tony Hale. I know him from Veep. Chef's Kiss. He it, is so I never good. watched Veep. What's Veep? You okay. need to. It is, it's like Office, but I would say. Um, oh, I don't like The Office. No, oh. I, it's office, but I feel like it's not as dry humor. Oh, yeah. Like, there's it a lot is of about, cursing. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> I, I do like cursing. Funny. I do like cursing. Like, I don't know if you oh, guys no. know that. It's on HBO. So you're like oh, okay. more raunchier than. And I love, um, like, I love my raunchy HBO shows House of yes. Dragons, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. Give you me need the nasty. To watch it's, fine. it's Julia Louise Dreyfus. It's, um, Tony Hale, and then that really tall guy who's in like random ass shit, but he makes me laugh. What's his? I don't know his name. Uh, I bet you though, Frankie. Frankie will do a little picture. The boss will something. do a picture. You know, this <laughs> guy here. <laughs> this guy here, Sarah, get a fucking name right for once. Oh my God, Paul was listening to our last podcast. He's like, you guys murdered this name. And I was like, well, if you listen to our like first and second podcast, we stated we were going to do that. Yeah. So we put out a disclaimer. It's fine. You know what? Names are all relative, right? We were complimenting but- him. It's not like we butchered his name and said he was shitty at his job. Like, yeah, it's fine. not like it's not like we're calling it Hocus Pocus and we're then saying it's shitty. No, we're saying it's Hocus Pocus. We put some and, respect on the name and it's, and shitty. it's shitty. Yeah. So it's kind of like Susie's just up there, like disappointed in us right now. She's like, "These, like. um, <sighs> Timothy Simmons, Jonah Ryan from V. Yes, 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 yes. Diana, just watch a few episodes. You'll love it. I I wrote you it will. down. I was like, note to self, Veep. It's Veep yeah. it up. It's hilarious. <laughs> I it. Yeah, um, I really, I really like his acting. Though one. I don't like how they played his character in this movie because he was just, I mean, he's the mayor of the town, right? He's supposed to be like the sophisticated, like, like politician kind of guy, right? And he's just like, la, 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 la. Where's he's my caramel apple? Where's yeah, my caramel right. apple? It's just, they, like, made, they made it so dry humor stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was like, kitschy what? and like campy. And it was just, there was nothing good about like i honestly i deleted hocus pocus too i canceled it is that still a thing do we cancel things oh we cancel everything okay because i canceled hocus pocus too i'm pretty sure we're probably canceled somewhere again i didn't hate it it just wasn't it i love the first one so much and they went in a total different direction with two and i didn't like that I wanted Hocus Pocus 1 again. 
with a storyline with like Danny or this, you know, the sand, something. So I, but then I like, couldn't like it. There's no See, originality in that. You know what I mean? And you'd be like, I oh, I already care. watched this. Yeah, oh, there's, wow. nostalgia. there's nostalgia Susie, in that. Susie's ready to throw hands. And <laughs> I, I love it. See, I I'm love okay. it. No, I'm okay with, say they continued, or like they took the same one of the 17 plots that are in this movie. They just picked one. But I do think it's the lack of spookiness. Like that, it's that is the it lack. It's it's the comedy. I don't even necessarily care about the storyline or the 87 that there are. But like if you would just first develop one and then also like stop trying to go so so like jokey about it it's spooky like get the spookiest thing were those spiders okay so that was actually on purpose the I'm director sure it was. yeah because he's the, trash the director yeah, and the stupid. team there's there's a couple of not a couple there's a lot of differences between hocus pocus one and hocus pocus two one of the one there some of the differences that i can think of off the top of my head is the fact that in hocus pocus two you don't see a lot of like halloween-ish decorations and yeah. it's because they wanted to give it that modern feel right like on halloween That's night dumb. you step outside it's not pumpkins and go- you know ghosts and goblins everywhere yes it is like, i got a house full of inflatables yeah. in my yard right now we're fucking <laughs> ready bet <laughs> I, I'm a giant. You guys just saw my house. Like we have the Harry Potter lights coming from this ceiling. Like I literally outside. had I literally had one of my um one of the employees at my school go, Are you that house on C Street with all the blow-ups during Christmas? Cause I thought I saw you like walking on that driveway. And I go, Oh yeah, that's me. She goes, You have the best house on this side of Gaul. Like your house is so lit up. I go, Oh girl, we got Halloween up. She goes, I'll be by later. Like, we don't mess around. We got ghosts flying up and stuff. And Okay. Well, the other thing that was kind of the differences was the act of using magic in Hocus Pocus 1 was not as much seen as Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus Pocus 1 focused more on, like, the potions and the spells and the The fun stuff. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) in Hocus Pocus 2, you actually saw, like... The magic, but they made like, like the orbs magic a coming joke. out of people's hands. Yeah, like, uh. it, it, they made yeah. it all a joke. The, the best magic they did the entire movie was when she enchanted the Roombas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, I wish, I wish because that was like something that would have been super unexpected had they not that not been in the preview. Yeah. Had that not been on the poster? Because then when I did see it, I didn't laugh as much. I knew it yeah. was coming. Mm. I'm like, get up on your room, booze, girl. Like, yeah, I just, I don't think I realized, and the part that I liked that I didn't realize in the previews is that they were like little monsters. I thought she was just oh, flying onto room yeah, bus, that. and I was like, oh, okay. So then when I saw they were like little monsters that like followed her, I was like, that shit's funny. I like that. That I can get down <laughs> with. Yeah, I just... There, there is no spooky, and I think I like spooky. Like that's why for I me, like, it's not, it's not on my list of Halloween movies I have to watch. Yeah, no. and I'm not, you and know I'm what? not disagreeing. I, do you I know why Susie loves this movie? Because Susie hmm. doesn't do horror and scary. That's true. So this is Susie's Halloween Town ish, which I like mm. Halloween Town, but it falls in the category of movies you like. Where I'm like, give me the scary. Mm. Yeah, I That's need blood. True. Yeah. 
That's true. Not, I wonder if that, that. Yeah. That actually is true. I didn't even think about that, but you're so right. But so, like, I, that, that kind of leads into a question that I have for you girls, because, you know, we try to do questions on this podcast about do it. relevance. Mm-hmm. So, in po- Hocus Pocus 2, we see a lot of use of magic, right? What kind of magic trick would you say that you use <laughs> on your baby <laughs> to make them stay asleep at night? Like, I'll go first. With Marco, we have a routine, right? It's bath, bottle, bed. Well, now we're switching. We're switching to bath, book, bed. But every night after he gets out of the bath, I give him a full body massage with lotion. And it's like the lavender scented. Like, I massage everything from, like, his head down to his toes. And I put on his jammies. And then we read a book. And then we go to bed. Dude, his wife's going to have a hard time with that. (laughs) Really fucking is. They're gonna have to have a lot of lotion. We do, we do. <laughs> but you know, I she's feel like, like, and that- then when Marco goes to bed, Jonathan's next. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, why, that's why she that's has to no. have a cold brew protein shake so late. She, she got a late night whipping out my yeah. I'll be back for my 9.30 soon. Like, yeah. I give him, like, a, like I told him massage. So, like, when he was teething, I would, like, massage his, like, face right above, like, his gums. Mm-hmm. And I he would, like, even perk up his little face so I could, like, massage underneath his Aww. chin. I can tell he loves it. And so I've, I've done it ever since he was born. And it's, like, a freaking magic trick. I know he will go to sleep after I do that. What do you guys do? Not that. Man. <laughs> like, I'm just thinking, how do you get him to, like, sit for that? Because oh, he's, he's laying mobile. down. He's walking. Yeah. He like, lays how? down. He lays oh, down. He likes it. Yeah. You put the cucumbers on his eyes and everything? <laughs> like, <sighs> I turn We're... on the Disney sleep station on Spotify. Oh, turn wow. on his humidifier. I dim the lights. And I give him a full body massage. <laughs> yeah. She, she like, really she has like... him at a parlor. I swear. <laughs> she probably have a little massage bed his size. With the little I... hole for the face. Yes. Like, oh I my bet gosh. you she goes. I'm in love with this. Mr. Lawrence. <laughs> and like speaking to him in like very whispery you, tones. At, at what pressure would you like your massage today? Are there any areas you'd like me to focus on? They're they're little humans, right, to begin with, and they're constantly growing. So I read that by giving them a massage, it helps, like, stimulate their body to grow and to relax. And so, like, I don't know. I've just done it ever since he was born. I will say I do lotion huck after a bath. A lavender Aveeno yes. baby lotion. Yes. I definitely lotion him after a bath. Um, if it happens to be a bath before bed, it does kind of fall into the routine of nighttime. Um, because if it's going to be a late bath, I do make it to where it's like bath, bottle, bed. Um, but like this isn't an everyday. Like, how don't bathe every day? Like, yeah. what the hell? What the hell? I'm lucky if I get to bathe every day. Like, that's a different story. I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna I'm say like, guys. I'm like, Chesney, can you sit in this bathtub with your baby brother while I take a shower right here where I can see you guys so I can get a shower in? <laughs> That's so true. It I is mean literally with Sophia, she's very easy to put to bed. Like she changer, sleep sack, rock, book. Like, I mean, and that's 
happening simultaneously, like rocking her, reading the book, kissing her, like almost like words of affirmation, Mm -hmm. like telling her I love her, everything. And then, oh, sleep. There's sleep uh, sleep sounds on, too. Mm -hmm. And then put her in her crib and she puts herself to sleep. So, like, that's with Sophia. With Kyrie, maybe I should be trying this love down, rub down thing. Because, (laughs) like, (laughs) she takes forever. Like, first, I don't know. This is a bad habit her daddy got her into. But, like, she wants to watch, like, a TikTok video or two of animals. And she goes, animals? And so she'll literally, like, lay in bed with her milk and animals. And as she's drinking her milk, I ask her what animal. So, you know, preference first. Lately, it's been Mm -hmm. bunnies and ponies. Okay. And we watch, like, two videos. Dim the lights, sound machine, book. And then hopefully, pray to God, she goes to sleep within 45 minutes. You gotta do the oh full body gosh. massage. I, you, I, but don't get me. She won't sit. I don't know. Yeah, maybe what do you do will. when they just get up and their ass is in your face because they don't mm-hmm. want to lay down? So maybe I shouldn't tell you guys that, you know, sometimes when he's extra cranky, I put like Epsom salt in his bath so he can like really just like soak what he's getting okay. in the bath. No, I do. I do the I bath bombs. I yeah. do the, like the sleepy time bath bombs. Yeah. Is this the I... only child problem? Yes. <laughs> Hashtag only so, child problem. <laughs> so with Buster, there was no magic trick. He was a really, really hard baby. And it was like, I mean, there were nights I felt like I was like balancing on one foot while trying to like hold him at this angle. Like people would be like, oh, he just doesn't know his night from the day. Put him on his tummy and rotate him in a circle in like some form of witchcraft. <laughs> Nothing goddamn works with that kid. You guys are laughing. This is serious shit. Nothing works. I would sleep like maybe two hours a night. Like the magic trick was don't fucking sleep. That way he'll sleep if you're holding him. The magic trick was call your mom or your sister crying at 2 a.m. that you haven't slept in 36 hours and you can't take it anymore. And then they come take your baby who's been crying for two days and he shuts the hell up because it's not you. That was the magic trick with Buster. It was call my sister, call my mom. Um, Other people. Got it. Poor Chesney. (laughs) She was such a good baby. But I couldn't really give you a great routine with her because she had to be a good baby because Buster was still hard when I had her. Oh. So So I can remember the older years more. I can remember the older years more, like two, three. Um. But I don't remember a lot of the infant year. I mean, like I, you know, there was the nursing. That girl would sleep for 23 hours a day if I let her. Like, she was a sleeper, so it was never hard. Mm-hmm. Huck. This baby. The magic trick is, for us with Huck, is knowing when it's too late to nap and doing everything we can to stay on his routine. Huck wakes up around 7, sometimes 6.30. Huck takes a nap at 10.30 to 11. His naps range from one to three hours, and Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. We let him have it. Then at 8.30, we warm up a five-ounce bottle of milk. We take him in his room. I go, oh, do you want to say night-night to your Mimi? He has a Mickey Mouse from Disneyland. It sleeps (laughs) in his bed with him because it's the Mickey Mouse that's in pajamas and slippers, and he's sleeping. So we pick up up night-night Mimi is what we call it. We give him a kiss. We do a group hug. I lay Mimi down. I go, oh, are you going to go night-night? I lay Huck down. I give him his bottle and I go, night night, Huck. And I walk out of the room, lights off, no sounds, shut the door. He has a bottle. He goes to bed. Damn. Damn. So like, I'm that- just very lucky. 
The problem is if he doesn't nap and he's tired at six, you got to keep the kid up till till seven thirty uh, or eight. Oh yeah, um, because oh. he'll he'll sleep for an hour and a half at six and then not want to go to bed till ten. But that mm-hmm. doesn't happen like very often. The only other time is like if he doesn't feel well. Mm. But he's a very scheduled baby with sleep. Like we could tell you when he's going to wake up, when he's going to nap, when he's going to go to bed, when he's going to poop. Like he's mm-hmm. very scheduled, and it goddamn makes life so easy. Mm. Yeah, damn. Mar- Mark was a, a very. I think he will be a Type A personality like me because he knows when na- when nap time is and when bedtime is, and um, especially bedtime because well, especially after his. <laughs> Like 30 minute massage. I'm right. down. Right. I know it's bedtime after a massage and it doesn't matter what time of the day it is. So well, the massage is after the bath. So it's bath. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we, we soak in the Epsom salt first for about 20 minutes or so. And then we get the full body massage for about 10, 15 minutes. Susie, I want depends. you to know, like you have just one mom of the year. Like, I just want her to be my mom. Like, is it too late in life to phenomenal. like. You are phenomenal. Is it too late in life to like adopt a mom that will come put you to sleep every night? Maybe, I would... maybe I secretly do it because I want to have a massage like that. <laughs> That's so a you're thing. projecting. That's a thing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Maybe I, think I need a full body massage. I think your magic trick sounds the the best, but also like the most tiring. I feel like by the time you get him to bed, like you have to be tired. Oh, I'm tired as fuck all the time. That's. Why I have oh, cold brew at like <laughs> eight o'clock on a Friday? <laughs> oh, oh my god, god I love Jen. it. <laughs> well, so so I just I'm in shock. Like I love that, Susie. I love that you do that because I yeah. think that's so beautiful, and I'm jealous. <laughs> and like you're, it, I mean, I know we don't compare motherhood, but like totally comparing right now, she's a kick-ass mom. Thanks. Right, so try. like. So, like, Academy Award goes to her for, like, being the best mom. For movie choices, she's not getting that Academy Award not at right all. now. It, it's no, it's no, all, no, no, sorry. After it's she all gave about, us... Huh? They said it's all about breaking those uh, generational uh, traumas, right? <laughs> I love it. After maybe she told us... Why, maybe that's why Winifred, little Winnie, was like, you know what? Now I'm going to save my sisters because generational trauma apparently mm-hmm. equates to being a weak ass bitch in mm-hmm. the sequel i'm dead after she said her magic trick i was like so i can't tell her that i just put my baby in the crib and tell him like go the fuck to sleep <laughs> like, Marco would be like the fuck did you just say how could be how could be like no 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 night i'd be like all right here's your bottle here's a kiss i'm sorry go to bed <laughs> Oh. oh my gosh. So, Hocus Pocus 2. Here's another question. If you guys could have any magic, like your magic trick is to do one thing, but it cannot be to have a clean house. And it cannot be, yeah, I know. That was a hard one to say for infinite money either. So, mm. if and you can't bring anyone trick, back from the dead, this is sounding familiar. Oh, that's true. I'm Fuck. Damn it, save it for the Aladdin podcast. It's not a witch, it's a trick. Well, okay. What if we say it like a like a spell? Like if you had one spell, right? Yeah. If I Come yeah, a spell. But you can't have a clean house. Okay. Honestly, <sighs> I think mine would be the ability to stop time. 
Mm. Ooh, like, that's do you ever beautiful. have those days where you just feel like everything's going and going and going and going and going and you're just like, I just want to be able to stop for one minute. And then when you do stop for literally 60 seconds, shit blows up. And then mm-hmm. you're behind an hour because you stopped for 60 seconds. Or like, yes. or like you're ever somewhere where you finally feel like that sense of relaxation, but your time is so limited because the next thing's going to start. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think the ability to stop time, to be able to stop time and watch my baby sleep in his crib, the ability mm-hmm. to stop time when I'm in a bathtub and I need five more minutes because I am so overwhelmed or mm-hmm. the ability to stop time when life is getting away. Like, I mm-hmm. think I would go with the ability to stop time and recompose and enjoy those little, those little pieces of magic. That's be- that like, I will say today I would have like, I totally would have used that. Like, and as I mean, I gave you guys like a forefront of my past two days, but like there was a moment today where Kyrie, she's not feeling well. And we were for some reason, like at, she was just at a point where she just wanted to be held. And she like, but, you know, I had work to do and I had so much to do. But there is just this point where she like I was holding her and she like wrapped her arms around me and she like squeezed me. And in like I died in that moment because it was like as crazy and as chaotic as today was or like how I feel overwhelmed, overtouched, overstimulated, like all of the overs. It was that moment where I just like I could have cried because it was like mm-hmm. it, that shit doesn't matter. Like, yeah, all of that overs. It's like this is what I'm this is what I'm doing it for. Yeah. And like just to have her squeeze me back. I don't know. Maybe she was choking me. I don't know. Jury's still out. <laughs> but but, but you know it was it's so crazy how kids have the ability to ground us. Right. Like, yes, I, I, I can't tell you how many times Marco has done that to me. And it's like, you're such a tiny little, you know, human that doesn't understand what emotions are. I'm a grown mm-hmm. ass person, still doesn't understand what emotions are. And yet when I'm <laughs> overwhelmed, <laughs> when I'm right, overwhelmed and I'm just stressed out to the max, you come and you just kind of like hug me or you give me that look or you come up and you, you know, mm-hmm. unpromptedly give me a kiss. And it's just like. Oh, I'm okay you now. You guys, <laughs> Huck started saying, I love you this week. Uh, oh, be still done. my, Be still my you're heart. You're done. It has been Just such stop. a long week, like everything with my hernia on Sunday night. Oh, yeah. And Monday and Tuesday were long days of like just trying really to not, I couldn't lift him for two days. So like, oh. he, I still really only started lifting him like today. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, like, just not being able to, like, hold him around the house. And, like, oh. that's hard for him because he loves me. Like, and yeah. he doesn't have me hold him, him a lot. But I do throughout the day, like, randomly pick him up. So I would, like, play with his hands to get him to the couch. And then I would pick him up, you know. But it was, like, those moments that, like, he really needed me. And then I would sit down and grab him. And he would just, like, I love you. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. Oh, I just don't want to have to do anything else. I just want to sit here all day. Yeah. Um, oh, that's beautiful. Look at Diana getting uh, her magic in, in our fills. Right? Hello, baby. I, I was going to go with something shitty, but go I ahead. Know. My, it I makes wanna, my answer sound hella shallow. <laughs> Do it. it makes my answer sound hella shallow. I wish I, I wish I could, like, 
have the power or like the spell to be just like a naturally good cook. Now, let let me kind of let me just kind of back up a little bit. Let me just back up. I grew up with a mom that did not cook in the house. She cooked very like basic stuff like rice, beans. We ate a lot of gaiopito growing up and cheese. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, she'd do some French toast in the morning if she didn't have to work or whatever. But like a lot of times our meals came from like dollar menu and that was my reality. So what did that lead to in my adult life was that I didn't know how to fucking fry an egg. <laughs> like <laughs> That was my truth. And if it wasn't for my mother YouTube, I wouldn't know how to cook. <laughs> like I literally, and the thing is like, being Hispanic, there is so much that food is involved within our culture, right? Like, I, I think it's like a lot yes. of that in a lot of different cultures, right? Uh-huh. And it's just like basic stuff like during the holidays, learning how to make tamales, learning how to make pozole or menudo or just simple like guisados. Like, I didn't know how to do any of that. And uh, if it wasn't for YouTube, <laughs> I still wouldn't know how to do any of that. <laughs> so I wish I just like naturally knew how to cook at like a senora level. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just like, whatever. <laughs> Toss it in the pan. It's going to taste delicious anyways. <laughs> right. I didn't even know there was levels like that. So I feel oh, like yeah. we need we need a breakdown. Like, of the I'm different probably levels. at like, mija. Or <laughs> 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 uh, maybe pendejo. I don't know. <laughs> Rolodex right now, pulling out all the all the Spanish, Spanish cards. Spanish I'm so dead. Uno. Oh my god! It's so funny that you say that, Susie, because that is literally mine, and it's not even like I don't even want to be a good cook, but I want to say a spell, and I want whatever like bomb ass ingredients. I just want it to come together because mm. like. Some some days, like, I really don't just have time to cook or, like, mm-hmm. really put the love and thought into food. And I, I enjoy cooking. I enjoy cooking. I enjoy hosting. I enjoy, like, everything that encompasses that. But at the same time, it's very time-consuming. Like, that, half yeah. the time, I forget to take the damn meat out. <laughs> and then I'm like, but now we got to eat Taco Bell again, which I, I'm not opposed Damn. to. And I do that intentionally some nights, but like. I love yeah. their crunchy tacos. I, I That's what I, I ate a lot of. I do too. I, I'll I love fuck it baking. All up. I love baking and I don't do it anymore because it's just yeah. not, it's not as, it doesn't like fill my heart as much anymore because I can't do it from scratch uninterrupted. I can't do it from scratch, like without having to. Like spend a full day because I have one kid on my leg and this kid wants to help mm-hmm. and this kid wants to help. And I love baking with my kids. But like when it's something you really love, sometimes you just want to be able to enjoy it and like try something new for yourself and to feed your mm-hmm. happy. Yes. And I think that is where like for me, like I would love to be able to stop time and then bake, then clean the bake. kitchen so that I could mm-hmm. dirty it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I used to bake and I would measure everything out like I was like on a cooking show. So I would have like. My nice, oh yeah, like I would have like my glass bowl with like my pinch of salt and my other glass bowl with my third a cup of brown sugar and then my other glass bowl with my eggs already cracked and I would have everything out and everything else would be clean. Like I would have cleaned up everything else I used, like the measuring cups were cleaned. Everything was cleaned except for those ingredients and my pan. 
I would preheat my oven while I threw all my stuff together, baked it all up. While it was in the oven, I would clean my dishes. Like my kitchen would be clean afterwards. And I can't bake now because I can't even keep that cleanliness as I go. Like there's no way. Because when I would normally clean, I'm getting pulled to do something else. And Mm -hmm. it's just a lot. Like I wish I could just stop Mm -hmm. time and enjoy the little things that, you know, that we take for granted. And I feel like that's what it was. Like I used to take for granted how like, baking i i could do it all the time and now that i can't do it i'm like trying to bake something from scratch i just want to do something i don't fuck with baking so i love paul hates baking he's such a good cook and he says that he says he doesn't like baking because baking is very precise like you have to have yes, the is. right in- amount of each ingredients he's like when i cook i just like toss this shit in toss this shit in toss this shit in taste it if it's too salty i add this if it's too mm-hmm. bitter, I add this. If it doesn't taste good, I dump it out and start over. Like, it's fine. He's like, I can always make something that doesn't taste great in the process a good mm-hmm. final project. But when you're baking, if you fuck up, you can't fix it mid-bake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's like if your butter is like 55 degrees and it needs to be like 57.2, you're fucked. Just yeah. give up. I keep my- <laughs> Just give up. You know. Just give <laughs> Yeah, just like so. this, just like Hocus Pocus, it's trash. Just give up. Oh my gosh, <laughs> toss that shit out. Did you guys notice any hidden Mickey's or treasures? Um, they had no. the yeah, they had the devil from the first mm-hmm. movie, the devil oh, and the lady. Yeah. They did flash to them at one point on the and, TV and in person like not like and dead, but when like she costumes. peeks in the house and they're watching a movie they're watching hocus pocus yep yes yep. and then also in that same crowd you see the same costume that the mom and the dad were wearing mm-hmm. from uh when they were at the, there and then the witch um the first witch from the beginning the really pretty tall here you can have my book given witch uh-huh. um she has in the center of her dress it is it's um like a sun or whatever yeah it was the sun yeah it's like and a sun with like the an middle. eye yes like that. that is the same sun with the eye that danny had on her overalls when she was little Mm-hmm. Yes. But that theory, okay, this is my problem with that theory. Um Say it. the timelines don't connect. So nope. either this is like that <laughs> Halloween universes. Movie, like this Halloween movie is like way in the future from this movie, or yeah, parallel universes or something because hey, the timeline Sarah, doesn't connect. Sarah, does that sound like an underdeveloped plot to you? Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> It fucking is. So let, now we're up to 8,452 underdeveloped plots. Can we talk about how they did um, Sarah Jessica Parker so bad? They did. Her eyebrows, like. No cleavage. And they didn't even. Yeah, no cleave. They changed, like, boobs for brows, but I needed less brow and more boobs. <laughs> like, I'm confused. They fucked her up. Like, the- I don't know who hated her, but they said. Go use that eyebrow pencil to the max. It was it was a stud was by so the time they were done. Bad. Like I was like, ew. Like mm-hmm. they yeah. couldn't have meant to do this. Like they got the wrong angle. But then it was like the whole movie, and so I was yeah. like, yeah. well, shit. Ooh. Ooh. 
Welcome back to a spooky episode of Chesney's Corner. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. We watched Hocus Pocus 2. Chesney, before we talk about Hocus Pocus 2, did you watch Hocus Pocus 1? Uh, a long time ago, but I did. Did you like it? Yeah. It's literally one of my favorite Halloweenish movies. Yeah. So what did you think about Hocus Pocus 2? I liked it. Did you? Yeah. What was your favorite part? Where, like, they were blowing the candle and then it just turned black. And when the thing was, like, the floor, the girl the girl was like, oh, no. And she, like, backed away, like, really quickly. Yeah, that's super spooky. That was funny. It was really funny. Now, what do you think? Because you've seen Hocus Pocus 1. It's been a while. What do you think about the Sanderson sisters? Do you think they still looked so good? Yeah. Except the one with the blonde hair, she looked really different. Did she? Yeah. It was her makeup. I thought so, too. I thought that um, the two other ones looked great, and I thought that they did not do Sarah Jessica Parker justice in how beautiful she is. Yeah. I did love that all three came back. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any other parts of this movie that you liked? Um, when, oh, when they, like, go to that shop and they're, like, drinking all the stuff. Yes, they think it's, like, the souls of children and yeah. they're drinking, like, all the yeah. exfoliators. That was also hilarious, Chesney. You are correct. Um, what did you think about the Roomba, <laughs> the Roomba monsters that she used to fly? Oh, yeah, that was so funny. And then they would follow her. Yeah, exactly. I actually love that. Now, Chesney, you've seen both movies. Mm -hmm. Do you think that Hocus Pocus 2 is a must-watch? Or do you think if you like Hocus Pocus, you should watch it, but you could go without it? Must-watch. You think so? Yeah, I like it. All right. Well, you guys heard it here first. Get your Halloween fix and watch Hocus Pocus 2. Bye-bye, everybody. See you next week. I think it's that time, guys, because, like, I really want to permanently delete this movie. And I, so, does I, this go in the Disney Moms Gone Wrong Hall of Fame? I'm going to answer first because it, it, it ain't going to be a surprise. No. This movie should have never existed. How, how can it go in if it's canceled? Oh, that's also that, kind of it got deleted. You know how how they said like Toy Story two got deleted, but it was on somebody's computer, whatever that was. No, right? yeah, like the original script for Toy Story two got or one of the Toy Stories. It may not have been the second one, it's but probably the trashy got number four. deleted. Yeah, no, oh yeah, four is trash. Two's trash. all right. What, what another movie? Another anyways, movie. anyways, but it got deleted. And because some chick actually saved it on her computer and she was on maternity leave, her like computer didn't update, didn't get touched, whatever it was back in the beginning of computers. <laughs> she had the script. We were there. And that's how, yeah, she came <laughs> wow, through. Wow, that's why. Yeah. yeah, it's a big so, no for me. It's a no for me, dog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I agree too. I, though I do like how there were certain areas of the movie that was good in the sense of the acting the storyline was kind of iffy especially Wait, with gilbert which one? <laughs> i did not like 
how they use Gilbert as the scapegoat to kind of like connect both movies. That was just very weird. I didn't like how they made Gilbert a chomo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was just kind of weird. I love seeing the Sanderson sisters, though. <sighs> okay, Hocus not, Pocus I love- 3. Hear me the fuck out. Hocus Pocus 3. We are the Sanderson sisters. Boom. Done. I think, I think we could do it. I think we could do it. And it's going to be a spooky-ass one, too. There it will is. be blood. Susan, you're going to have to put on your big girl pants for that one, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go get my Depends. Hold on. I think I still have them, like, postpartum. <laughs> How come the movie started with three witches, but three minutes in, there's only two? <laughs> She's, like, seen at Walgreens getting her Depends. I'm still going to plug Walgreens into that. Yeah. Jesus. But this time I'll use the drive through pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> Touche, touche. Oh my god. I think about how this movie was definitely for an older crowd, right? And when I say older crowd, I mean like teens, maybe tweens, um, and obviously like adults. Marco could not care about this movie. Now, there are some Disney movies that are Halloween and Marco will watch. Like when we were looking into doing Frank and Weenie, he actually was watching that with me. And I think it was because it was very cartoony, but because mm-hmm. this is more of like humans, right? Like people actually acting in the movie. He just didn't really care for it. Um, I love how they gave the book its own kind of personality and character. I loved it. He cried. Did, it. did he cry or sweat? He Somebody cried. He sweat. I don't, I, let me rephrase that. I don't, hate that they gave him a character but the fact that they just had a ton of the books i felt like it made the book very unimportant and in the first movie the book was so important and so i felt like they took away the seriousness of the book by making an array of books that we just sell now and then that's the original (laughs) yeah Eh, just trash i don't think this movie is gonna stay like hip or relevant Mm -mm. Anytime soon. I think it'll maybe come up on the Disney Plus, like you should watch kind of thing. But Hot I don't take. think yeah, it'll what? it'll be Halloween Town too. I love Halloween mm. Town. I've watched Halloween I, Town too once. Twice. Uh, but Halloween Town it. Halloween Town, that movie's great. The sequel. Mm. I don't know that yeah. I've watched it. So I feel like that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna just be that movie where you sometimes watch a sequel and it's going to be Fuller House. You watch it because it's the sequel of such an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. But that'll be the only reason. Yeah. Oh. Trash. And if you guys say you're watching it because it's your new favorite movie and you're listening right now, you're fucking lying. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe this isn't the podcast for you. <gasps> oh, no. Unless yep. you, I mean, I'll unless you it. like toxicity, then come on back. Yeah. We'll, we'll tell you that your, that your opinions suck again next week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miss Diana. What's on the docket for next next recording? Listen, y'all, we are keeping the shit spooky. And Spook a Duke. Yeah, we are. That sounded wrong. That sounded like a poop. Um, <laughs> yeah, it did. But sometimes you do take a spooky poop. I'm just saying. I know my kids I know are there's taking been a plenty. couple t- Yeah, there's been a couple times I spooked myself. <laughs> All right, you guys, well, we're keeping it spooky, and uh, we are going to watch The Haunted Mansion. Now, there's the Eddie Murphy 
and there's the Muppets. And I will be watching both, but we will be focusing on the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion for this next recording. And I'm super excited because although it's one of my favorite Disney rides, I haven't watched the movie. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I think, oh gosh, I think the last time I watched it, I was like in high school. So to kind of give you a time frame, that was somewhere between 2007 and 2011. (laughs) Somewhere in between those years, I watched it. So it's been a minute, but I'm excited. I love Eddie Murphy. I love his acting. Oh, I love Eddie Murphy. Mm -hmm. I do love him. (laughs) Yep. So I'm excited. I kind of like him, but we'll talk about that on the next one. Really funny and raw. Raw. His stand-up. Oh, stand-up's different. Act- okay, <laughs> we'll get... We'll, we're pinning We're pinning this conversation. Yeah, we Saving are. it for the next one. All right, you guys. Uh, follow us on all the social medias. At Disney Moms Gone give, Wrong. Yeah, give us reviews. Hashtag Save Sarah. Hashtag Chesney Energy. I think I'm not getting fired today because I remembered social medias and to review us I on would Apple also like to add podcasts. the hashtag love down rub down oh yeah <laughs> yeah I think that's how I like I think that's how I got pregnant so I'm pretty sure I don't know I'm pretty yeah. sure I don't trust those anymore <laughs> mm, <laughs> <bet>. uh, <laughs> alright guys bye bye, bye guys